As Christians, we're called to bring the gospel to the ends of the earth, to all people, nations, tribes, and tongues. And today at National Religious Broadcasters, I have the joy of speaking with the director of Arabic channels with Sat7, Rami Al-Halese. Sat7 is the first and largest local language Christian television broadcaster and digital media ministry in the Middle East. Rami is a native of Jordan, lives right on the edge of the current turmoil in the Middle East, and is seeing how God is working and moving in hearts and lives. And thank you, Rami, for taking time to speak with me today. Thank you, Deb. It's our pleasure to be here, and thank you for having me. So let's begin with the conversation about your faith journey and how you got connected with Sat7. Wow, I try to make this long story very short. I fail at it most of the time. However, I'm born, I was born in a Greek Orthodox uh, family. I went to a Catholic uh, school. Then I was moved to go and uh, join uh, a Franciscan monastery to become a Franciscan monk because I had this, uh, I would say, a mystic experience with the Lord when I was maybe eight years old where the Lord started something with me on a personal level that I kept seeking to seek after this experience, after this person, God, you know, of course. Going to the monastery for me was something that I uh, decided to do because to my understanding at that age, that's how you become closer to God. That's the, the only understanding I had. But then the Lord had a different plan because it was not the best environment for me. It was uh, harsh, it was strict, it was uh, in, a way, in a way abusive. So I decided to leave the monastery and I left God there as well. So as a teenager, I turned back to where I used to live with my family. Detached from my family, of course, because of all of this um, negative experience <clears throat> that they actually wanted me to go there. As a teenager, of course, you have this reaction to everything and to everyone. And uh, I turned into this wild teenager. Uh, didn't want to receive any instruction from anyone. No one tells me what to do, what time to go to sleep, what, what to study. And, and then uh, after maybe a year and a half, just living this uh, dry, rebellious life uh, without any meaning, I wanted to actually... Uh, there was uh, this evangelical church in our neighborhood that we, all of the neighborhood kids, we, you know, we used to mock them because according to our upbringing, these are the lunatics, you know, these are the crazy ones. They don't go near, near them. They don't believe in Mary. They don't believe, you know. So we decided to go, my, my, myself and my gang, to go and mock them. And you know, they had a revival meeting. The minute I stepped my foot on the threshold of the entrance of the church, the same experience, the same atmosphere that I experienced at an age, at the age of eight, suddenly clicked, suddenly came back to me as if it was now. And I found a seat on the second row, although the, the church was packed with people. I found a seat on the second row and the preacher was talking about the love of God, that I am your father, I love you. Nothing that happened to you was by me. It, I mean, I receive you and I accept you. You have full grace. And I felt that I was the only one in the church that he was talking to. And everything made, made sense to me. And I made the decision that night. It was the 4th of February 1993, actually. And from that moment on, I started the journey of transformation and discipleship with the Lord. 
So fast forward, you're now in ministry with Sat7, and what's the atmosphere among the Arabs now in that region, and are they more or less open to the gospel? Well, there, there are no secrets of what's happening in the region now, especially with the war and the conflict. That I mean, the war is not new. It's not For me, I don't believe this is new. And this is not the last war, by the way. Um, this has been going for many, many years. This conflict has been going for more than 70 years. But in the middle of all of this turmoil, we are witnessing this openness to the gospel by our viewers, our followers on social media platforms. Just now, before I started this meeting with you on the interview, we had our uh, prayer meeting, the, our Sat7 international prayer meeting. More than 100 people attend this. And today uh, was a day where um, we had people sharing messages from viewers from different countries in the Middle East. You're talking about viewers from North Africa, very close countries in North Africa, viewers from the Gulf, viewers from the rest of the region. You have from Yemen, from Iraq, from Jordan, from Syria, from everywhere. And the messages that we witnessed, I mean, he heard from our audience relations uh, uh, colleagues were, uh, you know, heart moving. They're, they're like brought tears to all of us. And we were praying, Lord, let us not get used to this. Let us always be amazed at what you're doing, no matter what we are doing or not doing. I believe the world is, is thirsty. The world is in need for hope, Deb. And that's what Sat7 is striving to do. Uh, throughout our uh, the region geographically, but also through the different means we have, satellite station, you know, different uh, social media platforms, our newly uh, um, installed or newly launched um, uh, Sat7 Plus, the application which is a video on demand, and now you can wherever you are, you can download and you can watch and you can listen to sermons and messages and worship songs and yeah. So I believe uh, the the region is the, the the fields are ripe, you know, for the, for the harvest. You mentioned hope, which I think is such a powerful thing that we all need. Is that because do you think people are really being drawn because they're disenfranchised with their religion? We have started to see this uh, um, major. Uh, openness and move among, especially among young people, Deb. 70% of the population of the Arab world are under the age of 30. We are very young nations, you know. Now with the Arab Spring, what we have witnessed because of the different idols that were, you know, um, exposed, I would say, uh, religious idols, political idols, you know, uh, cultural idols, uh, that Arab Spring, you know, unveiled a lot of lies, a lot of, you know, beliefs, a lot of systems, and a lot of uh, uh, different mindsets, especially young people where, you know, uh, now are open to say and, and uh, take the step towards what if, and ask themselves this big question, what if, that's right, what if, you know, Jesus is the true God? And the minute they ask themselves this question, the answers are all there. You know, that's what we provide answers to those questions. 
So you mentioned that social media is playing a big role in people getting to know about Sat7, but also coming to know the Lord. How so? Well, with satellite TV, uh, of course you can reach um, uh, the viewers uh, in their living rooms, in their whatever, wherever they're watching the TV. But the level of engagement, you cannot really gauge it. You cannot really reach a, an accurate uh, engagement level and say, and say, you know, we have this exact number of, or that we talk to, you know, a person in, unless they actually take the step and send us a letter or say something on the YouTube channel. Now with social media, you have immediate, instant, prompt engagement. You know who you're talking to. And we have our closed groups on Facebook, of course, where they feel safe to share their heart and share their mind. And now social media and digital platforms have enabled us as at Seven to monitor our strategies in a way that will actually serve individuals, not just a mass, uh, uh, um, you know, the mass viewing uh, Sat7, but individuals in their own families, in their own. And, uh, and this is not only for Arabic, you know, I'm executive director of the Arabic channels, but we uh, broadcast in three different languages. We have the Turk, Turkish uh, channel, we have our Par Farsi t uh, channel, and the Arabic two channels, uh, one is for family, of course, the Arabic, and for kids. So uh, you c it, it's estimated that we're reaching to 600 million viewers of those three different languages. So now with social media, the, uh, it's very uh, true and promising, but uh, uh, it's very real what we're receiving, the stories that we're hearing, the, the transformation that is happening. So, bless, I mean, bless the Lord, and, and I think that's only the beginning. So we're talking with Rami Al-Halaisi from Sat7 Broadcasts. And before I let you go, um, would you mind sharing a story with us from a listener or something that comes to mind of a life transformed in Christ through your ministry? And then also praying. I, I think we really need to be praying, and would you lead us in prayer for the ministry and for what God is doing among the Arabs and, and really all peoples around the world as we see his spirit move in bringing people to himself. Well, there are thousands and thousands of stories, Deb. Uh, but just freshly now from that prayer meeting, we heard that story about this girl uh, in, you know, somewhere in the, in the um, uh, rural areas of, uh, in Egypt. And uh, she had lots of questions and lot of, lots of things that, you know, why does God allow this to happen? Why does God allow that to happen? Why am I here trapped in this closed community? And I'm watching on social media some, on a different world on social media. And uh, by watching one of our programs, she sent a message. And one of our audience relations uh, colleagues, of course, reached out to her. And uh, the discussion and the conversation started, and uh, it ended up she actually um, uh, gave her life to Jesus and said, "You know what? I don't need answers. I want uh, now. I have the answer in Jesus. It's in per, in a person. It's not in in, in solutions or it's not in uh, uh, thinking systems. It's in the person of Jesus Christ. So uh, she gave her life to Jesus Christ and." Uh, yeah, praying, I, I believe we need to keep reminding 
everyone, especially our partners, our you know like-minded uh, organizations and 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 ministries, to uh, not cease the you know praying and uh, to keep all the time uh, reminded that it's by the power of prayer because it's the work of the Holy Spirit. It's not my, by might nor by power, it's by my spirit, says the Lord. So let's pray. Father, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We acknowledge, Lord, that if not for your abundant grace, we wouldn't be able to actually work with you. We wouldn't be even um, qualified to, to say your name. Thank you, Lord, for opening the door. Thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ who gave his life to redeem us and to reconcile us to the Father. Thank you that now we are called your friends, not foreigners, not strangers. Lord, thank you for Deb and for the ministry that she um, runs and uh, all the influence that you allow us to bring to the world, Lord. I pray for our viewers and our followers everywhere so you may reach each and every person, especially those who are thirsty, those who are hungry for a relationship with you. Lord, a lot of people have too many questions without answers. Help us, Lord, to listen to you. Help us to actually bring those people to a connection with you by the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you and we bless you. We want to glorify you, Lord, in everything we do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.